one of the dangers, especially with women, is that we want to do everything ourselves, and that slows us down so much. You're listening to Lucy Dumas, an in-demand professional photographer and business coach to photographers who want to earn a great living with their photography. But even if you have no interest in taking pictures, you're going to love the sound advice Lucy has on how to confidently increase your fees, create genuine branding, and ensure the fastest growth possible in your business. Not to mention the huge gift that Lucy's giving away at the end of today's episode. And you're about to hear it all right now because Lucy is today's guest on Solopreneur Success. Welcome to the Solopreneur Success Podcast, where successful business owners gather to share true stories and sound advice to help you start and grow your own solopreneur business. Come soar with us and design the life you love. Now, here's your host, Steve Combs. Hello, solopreneurs. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with Lucy Dumas, who has taken her love of photography and turned it into an exciting and profitable business. Not only has she been an in-demand portrait and wedding photographer for over 35 years, she has also mastered the art of taking delightful and inspiring children's photos. And seriously, I've seen some of her portfolio, some wonderful shots there. Of course, we're not here today to sell you on Lucy's photography services. In fact, selling commissioned wall portraits is Lucy's superpower, which is why I've asked her to join me today. So you can take the marketing insights that Lucy has already developed to grow your own business. Now, much of what you're about to hear applies whether you're a photographer, an artist, a writer, or anyone else who brings creativity to your business, which means if you're a business owner, that should be you. So listen up, because you're about to learn how to become even more confident and profitable. I can't wait. Lucy, welcome to the show today. Thank you. I love your energy, and you have such a great voice. How fun this is going to be. Lucy, in my intro, I, I mentioned your superpower is selling commissioned wall portraits, but I'm not sure everyone understands exactly what commissioned wall portraits are. So I was wondering if you could maybe define that for us. Well, commissioned means that someone hires me to create something for them personally, rather than let's say I've photographed something that's fine art or scenic and they see it at at an art walk or or a gallery and purchase it. This is where an individual has a desire to have something special created just for them. And you've actually been a photographer for more than 35 years. You've been in business more than 35 years, but you know, today you're not just someone with a camera. And a lot of people take good photos, but you're actually an award-winning master craftsman according to the PPA, which is the Professional Photographers of America Association. And I'd love to hear, Lucy, how you went from just taking photographs to today running a successful photography business. How did you get from loving photography to to being successful at making money with it? So I was running a little business in the San Diego airport, selling travel insurance and exchanging uh, foreign currency. And then I happened to get a 35 millimeter in my hand and it just took me over. A big recession hit and my contract in the airport was canceled. And I kept trying to figure out how to reinvent my life. And all signs, it's like the the magic eight ball has one of the little things that float up that says all signs point to yes. And just everywhere, I just kept getting messages from the universe or whatever it is (laughs) that said, do this. And because fortunately, I had run this other small business, I felt a little more confident And because I've always been a salesperson at heart, I've never seen it as a negative or pushy. 
but it's a creative experience and a creative activity all in its own. So I just said, yes, I'm going to do this. And there were, I'm sure anyone that started their own business has had a chorus of people saying you're crazy. And I did. It definitely (laughs) happens, especially when you're shooting off on your own and not, you know. And something like photography, which even then was highly competitive. Now, you know, it's exponentially more. But something inside of me knew that this was my calling, this burning desire to make this work. I've always been a better chief than an Indian. (laughs) And whenever I've had the opportunity to be in the leadership position, it's always been more comfortable than being, you know, one of the gang or one of the team. So it's a natural fit. So business of one suits you. Yes. Now, if I could offer any suggestion to your listeners, it's to create a team for yourself. One of the dangers, especially with women, is that we want to do everything ourselves, and that slows us down so much. And that's a tremendous point. I like to point that out often, too. Solopreneurs, listen, it is important to know that just because you may be a solopreneur or that you're working alone doesn't mean you're alone in the world. You can absolutely build a team around you and you should, like Lucy said, build a team of, of resources so that you can focus on your main thing. What is what is your superpower? What is it that you bring to the world that benefits others that you're spending too much of your other time wasted on things that you ought to be offsourcing. And yes, you may need to do some things in the very beginning of your business, but as your business grows, it's time to offload some of those other tasks to other people. Right. And uh, I appreciate you mentioning that, Lucy. I'd like to mention also, you're a lifetime member of the PPA. And I was wondering if you could maybe share with our audience a little bit about how aligning with organizations and associations in your field actually helps you build a better business. How has that worked for you? I'm super glad you asked that because that was my next thing that I wanted to share in starting a business, if it had not been for the Professional Photographers of America and the affiliates, the California and the San Diego communities, I know I would not have a business. Building relationships with other photographers is huge. Sometimes just an idea over lunch will change everything. I remember the day that somebody told me the way to raise your prices is to work hard, get clients, do a great job, get super busy, and then raise your prices 10, 15, 20%. And some people will drop out of the bottom. I'll have the same income, more time. And then I can learn my craft more. I can market better. I can improve my sales, get busy again. And so step-by-step for the 37 years, this is how I've accomplished getting to the top of the food chain in my industry. My organization has week-long classes. They have conventions that are amazing. To get my master and craftsman degree, it's not school, it's achievement. And so the, the master is on the quality of your work. And so I submit my work for critique. And once there's a certain number of images that are considered salon quality or fine art, then I earned that degree. The craftsman is for contributing to the industry, speaking, writing, serving on committees and boards and different things. So those things, the value of that for me is that every time I photographed or still do, I'm looking not just what's going to please the client, 
but hmm, I wonder if this might be also something I could enter in competition. And so my work improved as I reached for that goal. And even now, a lifetime member is someone that has been active for 30 years, then they give us the rest, for, the rest of our life for free, which is awesome. awesome. <laughs> and the camaraderie when I go to the conventions, there are people that I've known for 30 years that live around the country. And it's just, again, as a solopreneur, it can be lonely sitting in my house or getting in my studio or meeting with clients. And so I just really believe in community and that that as we support each other, we're not competitors. So as we support each other, we all grow. Absolutely. It's all about the mindset. And, I, and you, it, my goodness, in the last three minutes, you've just delivered gem after gem of, of wisdom here. And I, I really Thank want you. to just point out a few things real quick so we don't miss this. Uh, number one, live events and networking and associations for networking, you know, you're not alone in the world. And like you said, community. Um, and I've experienced the same kind of thing, you know, having lunch or dinner with somebody and, and they just say the one thing and it, and it changes your entire outlook on business. And I've had that happen to me. Um, I've been the instigator for other people the same way. And it, it's all because you take the time to just simply talk to other people in your industry. That's just basic networking. It's worth your time. And then I love what you said about the stepping up of prices. And, and sometimes it can be terrifying, especially when you have a young business to say, well, if I raise my prices, and what if everybody leaves? But you're always going to have some people leave anyway. So why not bring it up so you're attracting higher quality clients and you're doing it in a measured fashion, as you said, 10 to 15% even, uh, so that as people grow with your business, uh, some of those who maybe not, they may not be able to afford your services, like you said, there's other people in the world that do what you do. There's other places they can receive that service from. But as you grow in competence, you ought to raise your prices. As you grow in the value you provide for your customer, they ought to pay accordingly. And so that's how you grow. And don't be afraid to raise your prices. And then you also said something else that I thought was really good. You mentioned, Lucy, about it's not like a degree that's like, you know, bookwork. It's experience. It's showcasing excellence that you do at the PBA. And I, and I love that. And sometimes people, they get in this mindset, well, I don't have this, this PhD or I don't have an MD or, or whatever it is. And the truth is what you need to do is prove that you're an expert to your clients. You need to be better at what you do than they are. And therefore you're bringing them value. And of course, strive for continued growth and continued excellence. And that's exactly what Lucy's doing and what she's promoting here. And I just wanted to point those three things out. That was so good. So I want to put you on the spot now, Lucy. Uh -oh. um, I, I said you can help anyone build confidence and profits with their creative work. And I, I'd love if you maybe hit us with some of your, you've already given us some of this, but maybe you could hit us with some of your best tips and advice and, and how to do just that. What do you recommend your friends or, or, or even your clients? You coach photographers and, and creative types. Yes. How do you recommend they move forward? What, what, what are some of your best tips? So can you be a little more specific? <laughs> yeah, you put me on the spot. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about, how about we talk about somebody who's just getting started with a, with a creative business. They, they know they have the, the basic equipment. They have, they have a camera, they have the lighting, they have the filters, and they have what, what they need to grow as a business. But they're just starting to find you know, their first one, two, three, maybe 10 clients. Um, mm -hmm. How do they go out there and find a client as a new business owner? Maybe not a photographer, maybe it's somebody else, but how would you recommend they, they get started in the world finding the first clients? So, of course, the first thing is to find someone who has been there, done that, 
that can support you. I think that having a coach is the, and it's not just because I am one, but if I could go back and do anything in my career, it would have been to hire mentors much, much earlier. I, I think, you know, that the arc of my career would have been even more astounding and fabulous <laughs> and satisfying. Because, for example, there's a gal that I spoke to this week who has no idea how great her work is. And so I was able to hopefully give her a little more confidence that photographically she's on track. And if we decided to work together, the first thing I would do with her is to, to dream with her, to visualize where she wants to go. That always, what is it? Without a dream, the people perish. I don't yeah. know where that came from. Might That's be in the Bible somewhere. <laughs> but first, you know, for me, when I started, now I did not have the exact ideas, but I went to some workshops that were about setting goals. And I wrote down what I thought was an impossible number. And I ran across that paper like two years later. It was like, oh, pff, yeah, I did that. Easily. I can't believe that seemed so difficult. So first, that core foundation work about knowing where you want to go. And then who you want to serve, what your niche is. I, I so firmly believe. And of course, when someone's just brand new, if they haven't already been studying the craft and picked something they love, they might dabble. Like I did some commercial work. I did some portraits. I did some headshots. I did some scenic things to try to sell those until I realized that the two things I loved were weddings and children. And so I specialized in weddings because I could see that was a faster track to make money right away. But then as burnout was approaching, <laughs> then I began to grow the children's business so that I could gracefully quit the one and, and continue to grow and be successful as a children's portrait photographer or the, the baby whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, um, so you find so your niching. niche in, in photography. Exactly. And, so and find your niche and also learn about branding because there are a million photographers now worldwide or more. So finding that, that piece is not about, and I just love working on branding with people. It's not about thinking about, ooh, who do I want to hire me and what would they like? It's about who am I? What is the experience of me? What will people tell others about of me? And then creating and an embodying understanding that brand. Yeah, I'm, I'm right on there with you. It just makes me think of, you know, the youpreneur. It's, it's the brand of you. It's, it's, exactly. You know, Chris Rucker talks about that in, in, in his book, and that's something that is so important that you have to realize, don't change yourself, who you are at your core to fit a perceived audience. Figure out who you are and then find out who you can best benefit and then you're both going to be happier. Right. That, that's, that's just, that's, you almost want to say it's common sense, but it's not that common. I mean, most of us starting a business, we, we tend to struggle with that piece. Who am I here to help and who can I best help? And, and this it's taken me years to get to where I'm at and I've struggled with the same kind of things mm -hmm. to figure out who could I best help and what do I like to do? And I love to teach, for example, but it took me years to figure that out. Right. I, when I coach, I have a, it's a homework project, a little craft project and a visualization project. And then Another one of my little side superpowers is 
asking a few questions, looking at the results of this craft project, and seeing the essence of who a person is. It's just something I discovered that I'm great at. So the, the trick is, if people want to do it on their own, is you make something like a dream board where you cut out things from magazines, not that you want to own or places you want to travel, but just things you like to look up. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, that makes me feel good. Oh, that particular, those fonts in that particular layout are nice. And every single person has a strong brand that comes out of that. The colors, the textures, the flow, it's, it's like this, it's like this um, window to something essential about you that's unique. And then, and then you can put on some music, do a little visualization about yourself as a child, about six, seven, eight, what you did, what you like to wear, what you favorite teacher, your subjects, and get back to who you were before. Because right around six, seven, eight, we're kind of ourselves before the world starts piling in expectation. And so you can blow all of that down and come up with, and also I have my clients post on their Facebook, what three words describe me to you that you couldn't necessarily say about others. Like in my industry, it'd be, you're creative, you're, you know, those are not unique. So take that deep dive into understanding your inner, uh, your inner sense, especially for artists, and then what the world sees, how they experience you. Very affirming, but it's also a really good base then for creating a brand. My chiropractor, for example, she does a vision board every year and, and our family's chiropractor will sometimes bring that in and we'll see that. And then at the end of the year, sometimes she'll say, this is what's happened uh, from the vision board, but I've never heard it used in quite the way you just described it. Well, as, I as made it up. The branding, that's awesome. I like that. I made it up. I call it the identity map. The identity map. And, and, and that's, that's a terrific way to use that. So I think I have to give that a try. That, that's, that's very interesting. Yeah. And Steve, if you send it to me, I will make up a little identity map color board for you and and I'll I'll tell you it's 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 kind of like I'm a tarot card reader but for branding you, so you, you see the insights from the real world right here in front of your face right. though so it's not you know, right. it's not mystical it's it's brilliant. no you're, but there's something mystical that comes over me when I look at it and and I get a sense of who somebody is the best compliment that I've received when I've done my what when I did my whole rebranding and colors and and logo and that every kid's Aunt Lucy is basically the core of, of my brand. People would come to my residential studio, they still do, and say, you're exactly who I expected to meet. And that's the core of branding. And so now, then when you take that in to find clients, because that was your original question, you stand out from the crowd because there's only one of you. Gotcha. And so you will draw people to you that resonate with you, that, you know, that see you as something different. And then, because in, in photography and other art forms, a lot of people are doing beautiful work for very little money. But when you stand out as one of a kind, then you can charge way more than anyone else. Exactly. Because they know the difference. That's right, because they know they can't get you anywhere else. You, right. you, you are a brand of one. And, and therefore, if they want Lucy, do you have to pay Lucy's prices? And there is no competition because there's only one Lucy. Right. They're sold on you as a brand first. They're not sold on photography or wall portraits. 
or commissioned art. It's, I want Lucy to do this for me. And the only way to get Lucy to do this for me is to pay Lucy's rates. That's right. Yep. And, and that's, that's core. And that, that, that's what every business owner needs to realize is that when you set yourself aside as the USP of your business, what makes you different than everyone else out there? That's when you can skyrocket your business. You, you have to be different in some way. What is your difference? What is the core of you that you can show the world and say, hey, this is me. And you're not getting it anywhere else. You're getting it here. And now you can do something with that. I'd like to kind of shift direction a little bit. And, and sure. You're not just an award-winning photographer now. You're also, as I mentioned earlier, you offer coaching services. Uh, so who, who generally do you coach? And uh, how does that segment of your business differ from your main photography business? And how, how did you get involved in that in the first place? So it differs because I get to sit in my chair and <laughs> change people's lives. And I'm not producing a product. I am so passionate about the value of portraits as art pieces in people's homes of people that they love. I th think it's the most valuable thing we can own. You know, we don't own pets. We actually, they own us. <laughs> and we don't own our kids. But if you think about every disaster you've ever seen where someone's sifting through uh, the rubble or they're saying, I'm so grateful because the photographs, I saved the photographs. So I can't photograph every family in the world. So by coaching people, particular photographers, although I, I do coach other, other artists, but through coaching more people to produce these quality portraits, then more people get to have them. So like I'm on a mission. Let's see. So that part of your question, you had part B. So, um, oh, so, so how did you get into that in the first place? So I've always been the kind of person that wants to support others. I've mentored for free always in the course of my life. If I learn something, I want to share it. If someone has a, a challenge, it's like you hit play in my brain and I just like out comes all these ideas and thoughts and awarenesses. So I was at a goal setting workshop with a mentor of mine and I thought my goal was going to be to grow the photography business to be even bigger, create a bigger team. But I wasn't getting like those butterflies and the excitement. So while everyone else was madly writing their next steps, I just walked outside. I was watching the birds and she came out and said, how's it going? I told her what I just said. And she said, well, what else is calling you? And I said, I really know I'm supposed to be coaching, teaching, but I don't see how that could fit in my business. I don't know if I can afford to do that. And while I was talking about it, I, little tears are going down my eyes. And she, in that simple conversation said, first of all, you were born to do this. You want to help people. And when you are more structured and you charge, they will learn more and learn faster. And your heart will not be happy if you don't do it. So it just was time. And it, it fits me. I, I've studied. I'm a lifelong learner. So I know a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff. And also, I love going into the inner game with people. I've done a lot of personal growth. So it, you know, we can have all the knowledge in the world. But if something's blocking us, if, if we're afraid of no, of the word no, and we don't know how to overcome that, you know, we need help to do that. And it just, 
So when I said yes to that, that month, three people out of the blue asked me if I did coaching. Wow. So I was like, okay, I get it. <laughs> I'm supposed to do this. And one thing that's lovely is two people that I have strategically mentored over the years for free have hired me to be their official coach, and they have grown more than in the both of them. It's been about 10 years that we've been, I call it a friend tour. Um, so being able to sit and kind of give them assignments and you know, have, have permission to, you know, really challenge them in some areas. I've seen more growth with both of them than in the, all the years, you know, that, that we've been friend tours. <laughs> so. Yes, and I can attest to that. You know, when I was starting my business, um, I had a couple of personal mentors who were very, very helpful to me. But today, you know, to grow my business to the next level, I actually pay for coaching. And, and I, I take part in, in different associations and organizations that assist me in my business and take me to the next level. And I like what you said, the word permission. So sometimes we're just not comfortable asking for people's time because we know we're kind of taking it from them for free. But when we know there's a, a, an investment in ourselves by investing into the services of a coach, that, that we have a, a, a relationship there that's it gives permission to move forward and to, yes, challenge me. And, and yes, w what are you doing this week? What are you doing today that's going to improve your business? Mm -hmm. And offers that permission to, to change that relationship in a way that they can help you more. And, and so I'm, right. I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in coaches and, and mentors are, are awesome. But when you, when you have a, a relationship with somebody that has a vested interest in your business because you're paying them, there's, there's a change relationship that takes it to the next level. And, and that's exactly what coaches do. And that's why coaches are so valuable. Right. And I have a coach. I think that coaches need coaches. Yes, absolutely. And I would never hire a coach that didn't have a coach. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Because we can't know it all. And, and we, we all are facing, you know, those inner and outer challenges and continuing to grow. And I know people who run multi, multi-million dollar businesses personally, and they go to coaches and they pay them and they yes. go to masterminds and they pay to be part yes. of those masterminds. They invest in themselves. It is part of what you should do if you truly want to grow as quickly as you possibly can. Now, you can try to do it all your own and some people will do that and some people will succeed in spite of not taking advantage of resources. But I, I will say it, it's a whole lot easier. One last question. I, I, I so much appreciate your time today, but I did want to ask you one more thing. What's next for your business? I mean, what, what are you doing right now? Or maybe, maybe as a coach might say, what should you be doing to take your business to the next level? What's, what's next for you, Lucy? Well, I've been called to create a podcast. Fantastic. And it's going to be called The Profitable Photographer. I, when I was at a, a national convention in January, trying to think, what year is this? What month is this? <laughs> and I, there were 11,000 photographers there. And, and my heart was just like, I know I can help so many people if I can just get more visible. And when I went to the event that you and I connected at, it just seems so logical that, that not just being on podcasts, which has been uh, tremendous, and I've met some wonderful coaching clients, but having my own and the opportunity to showcase people that I've known for decades that have a lot to share. So super excited about that. I'm also putting together a 12 episode recording of a, a class that I did on sales. And so, you know, in conjunction with building the podcast, I'm also getting this material together and 
Um, so, you know, I just continue to, to grow my own ability to impact more people with my message, which is that you can do this. It isn't rocket science. You can have a dream, refine that dream, learn, grow, do the work, and, and make it happen. Awesome. That's, that's, that's tremendous. And Lucy, this has really been a wonderful uh, conversation, and I'm sure it's been helpful for our listeners. Where so. can they find more about you or, or connect with you? Where can they find you at? My Insight Training for Photography website. You can use that, insighttrainingforphotography.com, or you can just shortcut and go lucydumascoaching.com and get there, and you'll have a little surprise where you can sign up for an ebook called 10 Big Ideas for Marketing in the Real World. Um, my email is just my name, Lucy with an I, at lucydumas.com. You can hit me up on Facebook. You can find Insight Training for Photographers and get in the group. And I believe you actually had, you mentioned to me before the call today, you actually have something besides the, the free ebook that anybody can have. For those who are listening right now, and if you're driving, you might want to pull over right now and get your cell phone out. Uh, <laughs> Lucy's going to give you this direct email that will give you, if you're one of the first eight people to respond to her, she told me before the call today that if you qualify, which means you've got to be in the right line of business and all, to get a free create the business of your dreams one-on-one strategy session with her. And this is a great value and you get it for free, but you need to be one of these first eight that respond. So I would encourage you take a moment, pull over and safely. And uh, <laughs> thank you. Don't text and drive, please. No. Or email and drive. Uh, but Lucy's email is L-U-C-I-D-U-M-A-S. Nope. I'm sorry. L-U-C-I at L-U-C-I-D-U-M-A-S. Thank you. Dot yep. com. And put in a subject line, all caps, yes, please. So again, Lucy at LucyDumas.com. And the subject line should be yes, please, all caps. And she'll take a look at your email and get in touch with you. And that'll give you an opportunity to be one of those who receive a free one-on-one strategy session. I encourage you, especially if you're at all into photography or another creative style business to take advantage of this. Uh, this is an opportunity for her and definitely check out her new podcast. I'm excited to listen to it. The Profitable Photographer. And Lucy, when is this uh, kicking off? Is, I think you told me mid-June. Mid-June is the plan. Yes. Yes. Um, one other thing, Steve, when you send the email, you do want to include all your contact information and a little bit about you. So sometimes people have said, yes, please. And then I, there's no way to other than, so then I have to send an email back and say, okay, so how do I get in touch with you? So, yeah. Yeah. So make sure you include your contact information and it wouldn't hurt you to say, Hey, I really love this Lucy. And you know, maybe if you're number nine, she might just squeak you in. Yeah, so it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm putting her on the spot doing that. But thank you, Lucy so much. Oh, Steve, I, I appreciate great. you being here today and uh, I want to wish everybody a, a happy marketing day. Thank you so much. This has been fun. Thank you for listening to the Solopreneur Success Podcast. We hope you discovered valuable advice on how to start and grow your own successful solopreneur business. Come soar with us by joining our community at startgrowsoar.com. Again, that's startgrowsoar.com. We look forward to seeing you there. Hey, solopreneur, Steve Combs here again. You can find all the show notes for today's episode at startgrowsoar.com forward slash 011. This includes links to Lucy's coaching website where you can download her free ebook, 10 Big Ideas for Marketing in the Real World, her photographer's Facebook group, 
and a link to her new podcast, The Profitable Photographer, which is now available on Apple Podcasts since we recorded this interview. And if you're in a creative business, make sure you send her an email right away with your background and contact details to see if you qualify for that special giveaway. Don't forget to use the subject line, yes please, in all caps, and send that to Lucy, L-U-C-I, at Lucy Dumas, L-U-C-I-D-U-M-A-S, dot com. Next week, Don't miss my interview with Dr. Corinne Weaver, who shares how she quickly grew her chiropractic business from a one-woman show to a thriving practice with books and media appearances, and how you can do the same. Until then, have a great week.